Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cuse podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on The Juice on the Cuse podcast on SNY.TV, we'll be talking about the upcoming NBA draft and summer football. I'm Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Brad Bierman. And our guest today is NBA Scouting's Operations Senior Director, Ryan Blake. Ryan, thank you so much for coming back on the program. Thanks, Wes. Thanks for having me. And Ryan, I want to get you started on this one. Malachi Richardson is projected anywhere from a mid-first round pick to a mid-second round pick. Where do you think he gets drafted? Uh, I mean, this is one of those drafts and and his position that, honestly, I mean, he could go high. It it always only takes one team to, you know, to like a player. And, you know, he could go anywhere from, you know, mid to late first round to into the second round. Uh, I think with the depth of his position... Um, uh, and the needs of different teams, um, you know, it's kind of like crapshoot. It's really difficult to tell. Ryan, what do you see as the number one thing that Richardson needs to improve on to excel at the NBA level? Well, I, I think you know one thing for for not really directly for him is is kind of proven capability um, or, or ability. Um, you know, you know, having the the inexperience. Um, of where he's at, um, he's got he's got to prove it, and having the depth of, um, I think, you know, th- this this um, this draft is 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 kind of puts him into a little bit of, um, you know, a, a different uh, um, kind of a funk a little bit. Um, you know, I, I think you know for someone like him, you know, he's got great length. Um, uh, yeah, but I think he's got a, a little bit of consistency issues as well, and I think that's when you say you, you know you have to prove it. Uh, he's got, I think his versatility helps. Uh, I think his length helps, uh, but again, you have to have that proven ability. What do you see as the ultimate ceiling for Malachi? Well, I, I don't think there's a ceiling. I mean, you, you take guys like Jimmy Butler, Wes Matthews, guys like that that. Uh, that have so much potential, uh, and then you have to add the confidence and experience. Um, you know, with him, you know, um, you know, like I said before, someone that needs to prove his consistency. You know, it, it, none of these guys are going to come in there um, and 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 be the first or the fourth option. They've got to prove themselves defensively. 
Um, you know, he has the ability to put the ball on the floor and get to the basket. Um, you know, he, he, he's a good athlete. Um, but, you know, here's a guy, if you look at the, the potential of a lot of different players, he has that ability. He has to prove it. Ryan, this next question doesn't necessarily just apply to Malachi Richardson, but can apply to other players as well. But Syracuse making an improbable run to the Final Four. Do you see Malachi Richardson jumping without having that great performance throughout the NCAA tournament? Well, I mean, I think sometimes that can be kind of scary. Um, you know, and especially as, you know, freshmen or young players. Uh, you, you definitely want, you're making a big investment. You have someone that um, that has done, you know, really kind of exploded onto the scene, opened up more eyes by having that great NCAA. However, you do want players uh, that perform at that high level at crunch times. Uh, it opens up doors for uh, opportunities. Um, you know, but sometimes, you know, some people can go, wow, this is great, really like it. But they're not basing it just on that. Uh, the whole process you have with... Um, you know, coming up with that answer and that pick is to go, you know what, I want to see him again. Uh, I want him to answer more questions. I want to go deeper into my analytics. I want to see what more of my scouts say. I want to go deeper in some of the film and some of the video analytics and so forth. Um, but it can be a little scary if you just go, okay, you know what, I wish I would have paid a little bit more attention earlier. Ryan, let's transition into Syracuse's other player in the NBA draft, Michael Benajay. What's a good NBA comparison for him? Oh, that that is a a, a really good question. You know, it, it, it's tough to say with him. Uh, the thing I do like about him, um, and I know this this kind of pops up. You know, you have a Luke Walton. Um, you know, um, you have a point forward. Here's a guy that uh, is kind of hard to project, but I really like the guy. He's sort of that guard forward combo. And um, he's versatile, and I think he's a better athlete than a lot of people say. And I mean, a really good athlete. But I like players like this. You know, this people can really shoot from, you know, behind the arc. Uh, does well on uh, uh, not just on offense and defense, but makes make other players better. It opens up a lot of eyes and a lot of different systems because it's not just about, um, you know that go-to guy that's going to be that star. Ryan, you just mentioned Benajay's versatility. He's kind of a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none type player. Is that going to hurt him at the next level, not having a plus-plus NBA skill? No, but that's the thing. What's wrong with that? Um, you know, Kent Bazemore. Uh, um, you know, there's a lot of players out there that do a lot of, well, he can score. Well, that's a plus. Uh, he rebounds okay. Uh, he makes plays for others. Uh, can he defend? Well, he—I mean—he—he he reacts. Uh, he's got great hands. He makes a lot of steals. I think that's a plus, you know. And if that—and—and and that's the thing. You, know, you look. I think that's where advanced analytics go. And you, I love what he does. Man, he scores. He wins. Um, you know. And then you can advance analytics, and and those little things will pop up immediately. And you can look at this video, and you go, well, "What's wrong with this?" You know. You don't have to be the guy that's going to be the, you know, the Magic Johnson or, you know, the Steph Curry. But he, so what happens if he does? Oh, good. That's a bonus. <laughs> and, Ryan, we will get you out of here on this one. Make a prediction on where you see Michael Benajay getting drafted. Kind of the same. Um, beauty in the eye of the beholder. Uh, 
a little tough in his position, even though he doesn't really have a position. But that's what his versatility has. Could he go in the first round? Absolutely. You know, could he go mid, late first round? Absolutely. If not, you know, second round, I think he'll be gobbled up quickly. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on today. Again, Ryan Blake, NBA Scouting's Operations Senior Director. Enjoy this year's NBA Draft. We'll speak with you soon. All right. Thank you, my man. All the best. Very cool stuff from our friend Ryan, and it's great to get his take on this year's NBA Draft. And I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online Editor-in-Chief and my very good friend, Brad Bierman. Brad, how are you today? I'm doing well, Wes. Thank you. Brad, we're now in the summer months for Syracuse football, which means satellite camps for the class of 2017 now that they've been reinstated by the NCAA. What does this mean for Syracuse? It means it's time to put the Syracuse image branding and the program and what Dino Babers is trying to build uh, into the present for the recruits coming up for the class of 2017 and then into the future for the recruits in the years for those uh, classes to follow. This is really the time where Dino Babers is going to have an opportunity to associate with coaches like Jim Harbaugh at Michigan to get right out into the fertile recruiting ground of Syracuse football. Not only, of course, they want to keep the best players in New York State, but extend that circle down to New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia, the I-95 southern part of that East Coast corridor. And these camps that the uh, staff has been splitting up to and attending, including Babers himself, is in all of that fertile recruiting territory for Syracuse uh, moving forward. So it's a chance to have hands-on opportunity to evaluate players, sell them the message of what you're trying to do with the program, and then be out and mix getting these relationships and mixing with the high school coaches and building those relationships, which is just so critical moving forward. Brad, if you're Dino Bapers, what's the pitch you're making to these 2017 recruits? Come help us win and come help us win soon. You're going to have a chance to go up against big boys, Clemson and Florida State, every year as a member of the ACC Atlantic Division. We're playing in a carrier dome that's going to be renovated in the next three or four years. Going to be one of the most exciting home field uh, venues of any uh, program in the ACC. Improving the other facilities, the Ansley Athletic Center. And then, of course, the academics and the community aspect. So he's selling the program, selling his high-paced offense, selling a defense that's going to have to keep Syracuse football in ball games, especially if that offense gets going in a couple of years, scores points quickly. And he's going to be selling opportunity, a chance to knock down these big programs in the ACC and make a name for Syracuse football. Brad, let's look to this summer now. It appears that Syracuse will be returning to the Fort Drum for their August practice. Do you like this tradition, which goes back to 2009 and Doug Marone? I do like it. I've had, uh, honestly, mixed feelings over the years about this, Wes. At first under coaches Marone and then Scott Schaefer, I was wondering if this was any sort of distraction. But the more I thought about it, you know, you can have all the top-line facilities, the Ansley Center and all the best weightlifting and all the auditoriums and places for the players to hang out and relax. But I don't think you can get the same type of opportunities, experiences that you get when you go to a Fort Drum a chance to meet military personnel, a chance to see how they conduct their lives on a day-in and day-out basis, show them your skills on the football field at the same time. I really think more and more about that. It's really a valuable tool to use for three or four days as part of a a summer preseason camp process. 
I really think there are things that players in the Syracuse program can learn and benefit from by doing this that no such great facilities or Taj Mahals can replace. Brad, we are running out of show. Your closing thoughts. I'm going to stick to a football theme here, and I'm glad to see the promotional folks, the marketing folks at Manly for the athletic department thinking out of the box for Father's Day upcoming on June 19th with an offer for fathers and their sons to get tickets to that Colgate opener. Not the most popular game on the schedule, but an upstate rival. Chance to get tickets very inexpensively and go out on the field before the game and really experience what that's like. I think it's a great idea for a Father's Day gift. More on the Syracuse website on that. But really a positive promotional message, thinking out of the box this far ahead. That was something I was glad to see. Great way to kick off the football season in September. Absolutely, Brad. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers who are listening to this podcast. And my closing thoughts are on Jim Beheim, who will be given the Circle of Honor Award later in June for all the work that he's done with Coaches versus Cancer. It is a great cause. Coach Beheim has been a champion of the cause since the start. Congratulations to him. One of the originals. Just a phenomenal job for Jim and Julie Beheim. That's it for us for Brad Bierman. This is Wes Chang reminding you that the digital camera is a great invention because it allows us to reminisce instantly. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV. See you next time. This has been the Juice on the Cues podcast, part of the SNY.TV audio network.